This is the Apocalypse Survival Guide. We are here to help you survive the apocalypse. Which apocalypse, you ask? All of them, from A to Z. Each week we cover a different type of apocalypse and give you advice on how to survive. The rules are simple. We choose an apocalypse depicted in a movie and cover how you could survive that type of apocalypse. So stock up on supplies and get ready to survive. Hi, I'm Drew. I'm Frank. And welcome to The Bunker. On this episode, we are on to the letter Q. I know what you're thinking. What the hell's Q? Q stands for question what the fuck they are thinking, <laughs> which is a movie that technically is an apocalypse, but it's so fucked up, we're not even sure what the fuck it was. Yeah. Don't and know what to call it, so we use the letter Q. That's right. And the movie example, Dreamcatcher, the Stephen <sighs> King adaptation. Like back in 2003. And I will say this. The first thing that caught my attention, and it was during the the, um, the title card, whatever you call it, was the list of good actors. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember all these great actors. Funny you say that. Thought the same thing. I'm watching the list go by, and I'm like, holy shit, him, him, Holofont. I forgot Holofont was in it. Thomas Jane was in yeah. it. Yeah, Oliphant was in it. Um, that Damian Lewis. Love that guy. Fuck, I love that guy was yeah. in it. Um, Freaking even Jason Lee. Yeah. I, I think he's a pretty good actor. I did remember Jason Lee just because I didn't his, remember. The, the whole bathroom scene is so, like, yeah. profound that I, I remembered he was in it. But the others, yeah, I had forgotten. Morgan Freeman's Morgan in Freeman. it. Morgan Freeman. I saw that Tom Sizemore. I'm like, holy shit. I know. Yeah. And then they turned out this. <laughs> Yeah, gave you something to look for. They should have just stopped at the at the opening credits and just let you well, now, imagine um, the rest. We'll go to the synopsis. If you remember, the movie opens to the, uh, a psychiatrist who's the Punisher. Yeah, Punisher um, psychiatrist. He's Big sketching. There. He's sketching a dream catcher on his notepad, and in my opinion, the title of the movie is fulfilled. And movie over. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, a time yeah. to end it. Just cut. <laughs> You'd be like, I just paid eight dollars for this, but trust me, in the long run, you're better off. You're better off for sure. But they continued. Yeah. They pressed on, and it pretty much went downhill. Yeah. Um. He hit. He sketches SSDD. Same shit, different day. I don't. I don't get the whole meaning. I mean, I know what the meaning is, but I don't get the whole like they're so. Up. Well. I, I I took it just as there's a few other things in this movie. It's a kingism. You've read his books. Yeah. We've talked about his books. You've read his books. I've read his books. He, when he writes, he always has these kingisms in his books where he, he'll latch on to a, a phrase or a commonality, and it just repeats itself many times throughout the novel or even the series because we both read the Gunslinger series, which is massive. Um but he just he always has this theme or saying that repeats itself. It's a big thing that you'll notice in his in his novels. And in this one there's the same shit different day, even though it's really very fucking sophomoric of a phrase. He likes to repeat it over and over. The other one 
that will come up? What what I'm sure it'll be in the synopsis, so I'll just I'll cover the other one. I'll but call you, it out when I hear it. Are, are you are you also talking about? We're bringing up if I didn't write it down. Okay. Well, but but I was talking about the fact that like when he comes up with an idea, like say hypothetically, oh, the Crimson King, mm-hmm. in the um, in the Gunslinger series that he then, ever since he came up with that, decided to shoehorn that fucking character into every other book that he's written. Really? Yeah. He, yeah, he, he has. There's that book, Cell. Which is kind of a different take on a zombie apocalypse. It was a decent book, and he has a shoehorn the Crimson King in there. And then there was some other book. Oh, what was it? It was some about some chick who her husband died, who's a writer, and then it got real weird, and it was, there was some talk about the Crimson King. I'm like, okay, I get it. He came up with the gunslinger. It was a creative idea. It was great. Mm-hmm. Can you not latch on to the same fucking, you know, uber bad guy in your universe? I get. Is he your de- – maybe he's his devil. I don't know. But he just fucking he shoehorns that fucking idea in there over and over and yeah. over, or like the little crabby things in um, the mist are the same, described the same as the ones that are in uh, like the second, the second gunsling was the second the, the the gun choosing of the, the one where he's going through the doors. I don't know. yeah, and he loses the fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We actually talked about this before too that he does cross the characters in the certain like, especially the Crimson King, how he just that pops up in a lot of his other books and maybe you're that's i think you just hit it that's excellent i never thought of that before that is his devil that's his satan some people might think that's creative or or, or an inside thing hey we've done i i find it lazy <laughs> but i'm not a billionaire who's made millions yeah. off of <laughs> exactly so what do you say I'm, I'm really fucking annoyed with this crimson king thing and he's going ha, 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 ching 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 yeah all yeah the way to the bank he's laughing all over the bank because i'm sure the last because at the end of the day he listens to this podcast right um anyway Back to the film. Uh, the Punisher apparently is psychic because he, he's got a patient in the room with him. And uh, he reads his mind. And he sends Tubby running out of the room because he shares <laughs> personal intimate details that freak him out. Then he, uh, then he, the, the Punisher pulls a gun out of the drawer, which I'm thinking Punisher gun. But yeah. then he wants to shoot himself. Definitely doesn't make sense. Apparent, well, maybe he feels he needs to punish himself. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Then he gets a phone call. Uh, turns out to be his buddy. Oh, I like the fact he goes to decock the gun, and the gun went off. <laughs> Just because in every other movie they like they pull the gun, like if it's a revolver, they cock the hammer, and then they decide not to shoot themselves. They basically pull the trigger to put the hammer down. You've seen that before. Yeah. And it's like, what are you what are you doing? You can't do that. I like the fact that they you know had to lower the hammer. You got to pull the trigger, and he slipped, and it went off. So, but anyway, so you get the phone call from Dick Winters. Yep, that's that's what I'm calling. That's him. what I'm calling Lieutenant him. Winters. Yeah, Lieutenant Captain Winters. Captain whatever. Winters. Major whatever he ends up with. Yeah. Uh, and then it shows Dick's a guidance counselor at a school, something like that. And then some poor kid comes in and he helps. He helps the kid because he cheated on a test, but he tears it up, makes him retake it or something. I don't know. Because um, he's from a poor neighborhood, I guess he he can relate. And then uh, they they switch to um, Raylan Givens. <laughs> Although I think I'm gonna call him uh, I'm gonna call him Thomas Gabriel because he wasn't much of a Raylan in this movie. It's Thomas Gabriel the the one from Die Hard. Yeah. Wow, we're getting we're like going layers deep yes, now. Cause yes, in that one we called him Raylan Givens, and now well he was he him. was he was he kind of alluded to being a badass in Die Hard, but he in the end he wasn't, and this. In my opinion, not even close to being a badass. 
Like no. zero badass. He's yeah. more of a Thomas Gabriel. No, he did drink a lot though. He did drink a lot. And Raylan Givens. Raylan a lot does too, drink a so lot. I don't know. There might be a. But he was there. he was drinking beer. Raylan Raylan's a whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. He's a whiskey drinker. But uh, so Thomas Gabriel is a car salesman. A uh, woman comes in, needs spare keys because she lost hers. Raylan uses his psychic abilities and to his find her keys. Finger. His magical finger. <laughs> And to get a dinner date, and then nope, she's a lying bitch. I, I, I'm gonna okay, wait, okay, and then um, so we got one, three, and then four. Earl, the fourth buddy mm. from my name is Earl. Jason Lee is at a bar pounding some beers, and then he calls Dick on the phone and tells him to be careful, very cryptic, and then he writes the SSDD in the fog or whatever the the condensation on the phone booth. This that's what a phone booth is. All right, here's my thing. Nobody knows what a phone booth is anymore. That's it's true. It's these metal kite boxes that are just large enough for a human to stand in, and it has this thing called a pay phone. The pay phone is something you can actually put coins in and make phone calls. Look it up on, like, Wikipedia or something. <laughs> here's my thing, and I'm, 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 I'm curious. You, you four of these, these four people are, they have psychic powers. They have telepathic powers, and I think they can they can read other people's minds because it's borne out later in the movie. You're a psychiatrist. Okay, maybe you want to help people. You're a teacher at a shitty high school. You're a car salesman, hmm. and you're a what? I never, never got into what he did. Yeah, I think he's just a... Uh, so you have, all the, you have these abilities... And you, that's all that you do with them? I mean, I'm being serious. Like, right. You could, I mean, stock market? Stock market? Maybe they don't um, want to be billionaires. They're professional money. poker player? Yeah, right. I mean, you're right. like, uh, hit me. Uh, hit me. Uh, you're getting a little aggressive. You have two aces and an eight. I have three kings, I think. <laughs> How the fuck do you know? Are you cheating? Maybe. You beat up and thrown out of a casino. But still, yeah, you could... Definitely find some other professions to benefit yourself. And, okay, let's just say the Punisher and uh, Lieutenant Winters are just more of the altruistic mindsets. And they're the type that are like, yes, we have this power, but I I don't want to use it for bad. I want to use it for good. Because it did allude a little bit with uh, Winters when he's talking to the kid in his office that he kind of knew more than what the kid he alluded that no one had really caught that kid cheating on the test. He just knew that he was cheating on the test. Right. And when he brought him in, the kid's like, holy shit, how does he know? You wouldn't even hear that day or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, we'll, we'll keep it a, our secret. That So he, maybe they're using it for good. But but Beaver, Earl, Jason Lee, whatever you want to call him, skateboarder, um, he He's kind of more of the uh, shithead of the group. You think for certain he would use it for his own personal benefit. And car salesmen, or used car salesmen, I mean, who else is more sleazy and for their own benefit than that? So those two... Even if he was a new car salesman, you're still kind of sleazy and trying yeah. to... I mean, not unless... Uh, yeah, exactly. Are you killing it? Reading people's minds in the car game so much Doesn't that... Doesn't look like it. Yeah. yeah you'd think that they would be able to, uh, w- would be the ones benefiting from it. And another funny point, now that you say that, about 
Givens, Gabriel, whatever you want to call him, Oliphant. Um, he talked a little bit later in the movie about getting a divorce. If you're psychic, don't you think maybe you can read your wife's mind enough to keep everything good and happy and not get a divorce? You can't, like, kind of figure out how to, uh, yeah. You would think so. A you would, good relationship. <laughs> maybe that's why he got divorced, because he could read her mind. He knew too much. And he knew too much. Like, ugh, now I do know <laughs> what women want, and I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to be in her head anymore. I cannot hear a woman's thoughts one moment longer. True. Yeah. Very true. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, then we go. We cut to uh, Dick Winters, and uh, he's standing on the street, and he walks out in front of a car and gets hit by a car. Yep. World War II didn't kill him, but a car sure did. <laughs> no, it didn't kill him. It did actually. Well, That's no. Right. That's right. And then uh, they didn't have a weird dream catcher flashback. It shows like a dream catcher, and then he has a f- vision of a young boy. Mm-hmm. So right before he dies, his last thought of was of a young boy. Oh, boy. You may want to put him on some type of registry. I'm just yeah. floating it out there. Yeah. Anyway, um, then we have apparently a flashback because they're at a cabin in the woods. Everybody's there. No, it's not a flashback. No. Nope. Dick's alive. He's just limping severely, which then tells you it's a flash forward. Yes. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I thought because he's he, having a dying memory of like yes, them being sh- at this cabin back when they were all. And it was going to explain and something. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, I so, get it. He's dead, and maybe what they're going to, sh- you know, you have that where the main character basically dies at the beginning of the movie or whatever, and then the whole movie is like a explanation, almost flashback to kind of get you to where they're at, type right. of creative, which is fine. But I'm like, oh, this is a flashback with his buddies and blah, blah, blah. No, no. That's not one of these. This isn't one of those movies. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. And then uh, so they're at the cabin in the woods. They got Earl cooking dinner, cold beer in the fridge. They got the Punisher and Dick getting firewood. Um, And then Dick tells us seeing the same boy in his underwear across (laughs) the street. Like, we need, to, we need to seriously watch this guy. Yeah, yeah. Especially the fact that he works at a high school helping he, students mm. and doing them favors for cheating. Like that young boy big that he helped. Mm-hmm. Big red flag. I mean, I know it's blasphemy to talk about Lieutenant Winters that way, but hey, in this movie, in he's, this movie he's a problem. He's a problem. <laughs> but the underwear kid name is Duddits, he says. Anyway. And then they switch the guys who are drinking beers and talking shit. Um, it shows... I can't decide if it was creative or ridiculous, but they show Dick's mental warehouse. Like, apparently, <laughs> you know, where your mind, where you keep all your memories. Yeah. Uh, it shows it as an le- actual warehouse. Like, him working in it, like, when he... Moving his files around, putting things from this category to that category, uh, purging things. Right, right. Like, oh, I, I had to get rid of this to remember how to use my computer, and I had to burn it. Like, I don't know. The, the thing is, there's that's somewhat accurate as to how our minds work. It is definitely, a, I, I don't think it's, personification is not the right word for it, but it's a... Uh, analogy 
Yeah, but it's I, a good analogy for like our file system, our brains, because we do have to purge information sometimes. We can't only keep so much. Uh, that's why short-term mem- memory is volatile, and we'll just get rid of it sometimes so we can bring in new shit. But uh, yeah, I'm with you. Was it creative or was it just stupid? Because and here's my other complaint: is that I get that when you learn new things, you tend to forget things as time goes on, but things that you forgot nine times out of ten if you do something it'll oh yeah it'll trigger memory so are you really purging it like he is yeah but either way it's yeah it whatever i guess it they did it because it relates it does later in the movie and he does and then he has his office yes his private office which is the no it doesn't matter who you talk to, who you share your secrets with, who you're going to tell. We all have our private office that no one knows what's in there except for you, period. I think every human has that. Every human yeah, has but your whole private your, office in their brain. His whole mental warehouse is private. Like, yeah. it's his brain. Yeah. And now, the only thing I will say is this. It just dawned on me, which maybe because they're psychic buddies. Can they read each other's minds so much that they can they can look through, or they just hear their thoughts? Can they go through their memories? Hmm. They didn't say that they could. Right. So then there would be the need for a private office. What I'm getting at is you have a private office. A spank bank. Yes, I, I know exactly. No, what you're it's not oh, a spank bank. Oh. It's a private office. Like it doesn't matter how close you get to anyone. There's oh. still going to be certain things that are just deep in your psyche that you keep for yourself. You keep to yourself. Not even so much for fear of, like, uh, just being completely open. Just the fact that, like, uh, no, I might go to a, a mental ward if I tell anybody that. Fair there's enough. Certain Fair things enough. that are just, yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I'm not saying there's things, that, you know, there's things that, you know, you will take to your grave and never share with another living soul. I, right. I completely agree with that. My point is why does he have to have a... I guess it's an allegory again or whatever, a metaphor. Yeah. A secret office stash. Yeah. But it does play in later. It does come in. I guess it makes, yes, it makes for a visual reference for later in a movie. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing that King was going for. I I never read this book of his. I didn't either. So I'm not sure how, how much the book follows the movie in this one. Like, for example, The Mist, the movie. Have you read the mist, the book, the mist, or the sh- the story rather? No, I just watched the movie. Amazingly, it is, it is almost word for word the book. The same I fucked was, up. Ending. I was no, except for that. Oh, except for that, I was quite impressed when I watched the mist. How closely it followed the book. I've never watched a movie that follows a book so closely as that one. I mean, it's the, like same dialogue, everything. It is down to the. I mean, I've even told people don't don't even bother reading the book you don't have to the movie is that accurate and so, readings for dummies yeah and who likes to read yeah watch pictures <laughs> uh, but anyway they're, they're sitting around the drinking beer and they talk about duddits they apparently they're their dream catcher they call them and now they have a real flashback for reels and it shows the four friends as kids walking down the train tracks not very safe but whatever and then they walk to an abandoned building, and they find uh, three bullies trying to get Duddits in his underwear 
Okay, so Dick's okay. I guess he's just remembering the kid. He's not like, you know, a closet pedophile, thank God. <laughs> but they're trying to get him to eat a piece of shit. And uh, and this four smaller, younger boys somehow managed to intimidate three older, stronger boys into walking walking away. Athletes, no less. College, they were football players. Yeah. Because the, the one, the guy with the piece of shit in his hand and a glove, who was trying to get Dudas to eat the shit, was the quarterback. Yeah. And the other two were clearly football players. And they were concerned that these four little boys, because the one apparently was a track star, because when he said his name, he knew who he was. Like, mm-hmm. so he's a fast motherfucker. And he could be, he could be faster than these kids. I'll grant that. Okay. Because some people have pure speed. And he was going to run and tell everybody that the quarterback. Yeah, that was their defense to the whole thing. He's really fast. He's going to run home and tell his mom before he can catch And up. then everyone's going to know that the quarterback. And then all you got to do is be like, um, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just tell him they're, you're fucking stupid. I'll catch up to you one day or another. <laughs> and then I'll find you sometime and kick the shit. But yeah. apparently it worked. In Stephen King's world, it worked. <laughs> And then Earl sings to Duddits, which I thought this was going a different way because he was like, if you guys make fun of me, I'm not going to ever make fun of me. I'm like, where is this going? This is going to get weird. And thank God I just sang to him, and it calmed Duddits down. Yeah. And then the flashback's over. And then we got Raylan and the opponent. Sorry, I have to add something. The flashback. Or was it over at that point? Well, no, I guess technically they went and looked in the office because the reason yes. they were there was to see a naked picture of some girl. Right. So they go and look in the office. They see the naked picture. On, or it's not. It's a, just a... It's like a pinup. Yeah, it's a pinup where she's scantily clothed. And they're like, seriously, this is what we're coming for? And on the wall, they see a phrase, no bounce, no play. And they're like, well, what the hell does that mean? And, uh, yeah, then they look in the window and they look in this this... Like dusty, obviously not used anymore. Office space area, like old school office, like maintenance office, um, where the pinup is. So there's those two things that come up later. Well, since you brought it up, you did notice that that office is the exact same yes. mental office. Yes, that, that is the private office in Lieutenant Winter's head. Yes, that. So that's, yes. With the same pinup girl in it and everything. Yeah, exact same desk, pinup girl. Yeah. It's set the same way. It's got the same stuff like on the the, the board, like the pinup, well, not, yeah, but the whatever, cork yeah, board or whatever. right, right. Um, and then, uh, so anyway, the flashback's over, and uh, Raylan, a.k.a. Thomas Gabriel and the Punisher getting supplies at town. There's a storm coming in. Then we go to uh, Earl hunting in the woods. And Dick's hunting from a tree stand. He sees a deer, but then he doesn't. It's some old guy lost in the woods. Helps the lost guy into the cabin. And then if you remember, he starts to undress him. Mm, I'm starting to get worried again. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Um, and then the guy's burping. He says from eating berries in the woods, which... He could. He could. He ate the wrong berries, and it was well, upsetting his stomach. We know it's not their berries, poison. but... Right. But the point is, I get... They don't think anything of it because it is actually plausible that he ate bad berries that was making him upset and sick. Yes. His stomach upset. So, yes. But yeah. well, I, I don't know. He, he was only lost in the woods for a night. Yeah. 
Yeah, overnight. So, you think Which, you would bring a bag of supplies? Like, throw a couple MREs in a backpack? Take with you? Am I am I off base here? Yeah. Am I crazy? Kind of. If you're hunting. But I would. I don't. I would. Yeah. Maybe I should, but I don't take, like, supplies. But then again. I'm also psycho. I'm not. <laughs> you're over the top. Maybe. <laughs> but I've never hunted in the north of Maine out in the, like, total fuck wilderness. So. Yeah, I'm not I talking about. I kind of know where I'm at when I'm hunting. I'm not talking about your you, your buddy or somebody you know has like 30 acres and you go out there yeah. to hunt deer or something yeah, well, hard to get lost in that you fucking pick a direction and walk it may take you a couple hours but you're gonna find a road and the, you know what i mean it's right. not you're not lost lost where they, they were whew, man, yes that's yeah that's out there yes i think i would pack a few more supplies but that's just me let's see then you got the uh the punisher and gabriel we talk about how the punisher uh his fat so client died from eating himself to death. Mm. Um, can you really do that? Mm. I mean, he's, I don't get what he's saying. Did he eat himself till he just croaked? Did he get I'm, so obese that he he expired? Because, I mean, listen, I'm not fat shaming, but he was a little chunky when they saw him in the psychiatrist's office at the beginning. But there's the, my 600-pound life. Yeah, I've seen bigger. There's Exactly. Like, how did he, like. Over a couple months. He said like six months or eight months or ten, however long it was for Dick to recover, like six months, I want to say. He ate remember. himself to death. I mean, I can try in between this episode and the next. I've been trying for years. <laughs> Look at me. Um, let's see. So then the hunter has bad gas and burps. He goes to take a nap. He has a weird stomach thing moving around, and they just kind of blow it off. Um. The snow's coming down at this point. The Punisher and Gabriel speed up to make the hill because it's a snowbank. And then they see the dead hunter in the road. And they swerve to miss her, turns out to be. Her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll the truck over. And they have a good laugh, so it's okay. Because they were laughing about it, so it's all yeah, good. broken legs aside, doesn't matter. It's all fine. It's all fine. So uh, Earl and Dick talk in the cabin. They see, which is all the animals are fleeing from the woods. Always a bad sign. Yes. Always a bad, that, okay. I, it, not really a top tip, but kind of a tip. If you ever see animals going the opposite direction and you have an uneasy feeling, follow them. Because hey, we've talked about this with having your dogs in the apocalypse and everything else. And because they know, they know way before you do is something's up. So you see a bunch of animals going the opposite direction, especially if you see bear and deers. I'm sorry, deer. And uh, if you see predators and prey yes. walking, side, running side by side away from something, don't even inquire about what it is. Don't say, ah, I'm curious. I'm going to go take a look. Fuck that. Follow them. Run the opposite direction because that is bad, bad news. Yes. Yes. If, yeah. if a bear and a whatever are running side by side, like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And the bear doesn't give a shit about eating the deer. <laughs> if the deer's more scared of what's behind it than the bear that's next to it, you got a problem. That too. That, that is too. a, that is a, maybe not a top tip, but that's a fucking uh, advice for life. 
Yeah. You got to watch for that's like, what? I guess that would be a top tip. <laughs> I guess it would be a <laughs> <Yeah>. top tip. <laughs> Advice for life. That's definitely a top tip. <laughs> uh, so then uh, the Punisher and uh, Gabriel walk back to the woman in the road. Um, she has similar red rash as the, the hunter that uh, Dick and Earl found. Um, and then it shows the animals had red rash like them. The black helicopters appear overhead, mm-hmm. and it advises they're in a quarantine area. Um, then we finally get to see Morgan Freeman, a.k.a. Red, shows up in a helicopter. A.k.a. Giant Eyebrows. Well, now, I was going to say um, they should have had, I remember at the beginning, when they rolled the credits, they should have said Morgan Freeman. And then Morgan Freeman's eyebrows because and introducing <laughs> because they were by themselves a character. They totally were. Like I get the the not the crew cut, but he had like the high top military yeah. style, and then the the I'm like, what is up with those fucking oh, man, eyebrows? Those eyebrows. They were a character all in in and of themselves. And impressive. We've we've mildly dipped into discussions on directing. I, I wonder whose idea it was. Like. Do you think Morgan Freeman walked up to the director and said, I got an idea? Well, that's not like Morgan Freeman, but he's like, uh, my eyebrows, I want them really wild and crazy in the air. And the director's like, what? Giant eyebrows. That's, yeah. Well, the director's like, that's a fucking good idea. And then Morgan Freeman should be like, I was testing you and you failed. This is a fucking terrible idea. Or. Now I know I'm here just for the money. Or is the director like, um, sure. Well, he is Morgan Freeman. Um, whatever. Yeah, do it to one. You're Morgan Freeman. Crazy fucking standing up eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Punisher and Gabriel, they help the woman. Uh, they realize she's alive, and they go take her over and make a campfire. Uh, the Punisher starts walking to the cabin to get help and leaves the lady with uh, old Thomas Gabriel. You got Earl and Dick back in the cabin, and they find, they find oh, because the helicopter, they find the he- blood all over from the floor. Leading to the bathroom. Uh, there's blood in the bed. They knock on the bathroom door. The hunter says he's just taking a shit. Well, basically, he didn't say more that. Or less, yeah. More or less. They decide to break open the bathroom door and find blood everywhere and a dead hunter in the shitter. Oh, good. But before they do, they're going to knock the door down. And in an extremely awkward and just horrible bit of acting moment... Jason Lee's charging to rush to knock the door down, and Lieutenant Winter stops him and goes, wait, what if we just bounce off? And then Jason Lee says, looks at him, and before he even says it, Winters has a realization of what he's about to say, and they say it in unison. Ah, no bounce, no play. I had douche chills when that <laughs> happened in the movie. I was like, that was so fucking bad. That was so bad that they even brought that in and repeated it fair enough it was so bad the acting aspect of it from two good actors i was like oh that was so bad made me a little nauseous to see them go so low but because i wanted to touch on earlier another kingism let me take some stupid fucking ridiculous meaningless saying and and just regurgitate it throughout the entire movie no bounce no play no bounce no play no bounce no play anyway go on i'm just i'm venting about something no, I did. I, I will say that um, uh, Damian Lewis, aka Dick Winters, aka he was in that show Homeland. He was in. Great show. He's in that new movie about the the with the money. Um, yeah. Like a, uh, 
with uh, with Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I don't remember. F- phenomenal actor. Se- yeah. Seriously, phenomenal actor. I don't know what he turned in here. God. I don't know if he just was punching the time card. <laughs> I don't know if the directing was like, no, no, no. You're acting too... And, he, and, and, and Damien's like, too much? goes, no, 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 it's, it's good. It's like real acting. I don't, that's not what I'm looking yeah. for here. Yeah, I'm way, looking way for too. way too le- legitimate. I'm looking for <laughs> shittier. And he's like, oh, okay. You ever watched a B movie? <laughs> okay, so step it down to that and then step it down another notch. Can you do that for me? Uh, I need more camp, more, more shitty yeah, acting yeah. here. You ever watch Grindhouse? <laughs> a Grindhouse movie back from the 60s? Go for that. Go for a Grindhouse movie. But a little lower than that. That's a little <laughs> too good. But, uh... Wait, he's the Dead Hunter's on the shitter. And there's... Where, where's the... The blood's all over the wall. What the fuck? Like, where did it come out? Right. Because they, they, they touch on what happens, and down the movie, this shit happens again and again, but there was never blood spilled sprayed all over the bathroom like all over it was just i yeah. don't get it Let, so let's touch on what actually happened the hunter that was lost in the woods mm-hmm. i'm not even sure what to call the thing i call do you it have a name for these fucking things a shit monster That's what <laughs> I <call it. laughs> all right so basically he's dead because there's an alien we'll just break it down alien parasite yeah that i'm calling the shit monster Blew out of his asshole. Yes, yes, and it, killed it, him. It's like a, bre- it's like a breed between a leech and a slug, and a Venus flytrap, and something else with really sharp teeth, like a uh, anglerfish. Yeah, have sharp like tail, sharp teeth. All these things. Oh, I forgot all about the tail, and then a scorpion type three pronged tail on the back. So that's what we have coming out of the guy's ass. It's kind of like the movie Alien, where the creature gestates in a person. Yeah. In this case, a mammal, just like an alien, which is not a, you know, which is fine. And then it kills the host when it comes out, which is fine. But it blows out the asshole. Yep. Yeah. So now that we've established what it is, how it happens, because like you said, it happens a few other times. Yes. He, w- he was still on the shitter. Yes. He was still sitting on the toilet. How did the blood massacre get sprayed all over? The Why bucket? is it on his face too? It, that never oh, happens. His, that never happens at any other point in the movie. Right. So does, is this, I'm being dead serious when I say this. Did he reach back to touch his asshole and then wipe <laughs> his face, or is he a poo slinger? Does he like reach back and throw shit whenever whenever it's he's? A monkey. He's a monkey. He's a, he's a hairless monkey. You could argue we all are. But, again, but is he fucking throwing shit against the wall? Does he normally throw shit? And if he is, this guy is a terrible human being. <laughs> and they should have left him lost in the woods. Yes. They should have left him lost in the woods anyway. Oh, yeah. There's another lesson to all of you. If you uh, <laughs> Don't be nice. Fuck yeah, other Don't people. be nice. <laughs> I've been lost in the woods for days. Well, good luck. Uh, hmm. Well, he's just, no, it's just overnight. Me. It was yeah, just overnight. Right, just overnight. Don't follow me home. I'll shoot you. <laughs> you could be some alien. I've seen horror movies. This is not going <laughs> to yeah. end well. I do not want a leech, scorpion, at alien coming out of your ass in my cabin. So you're on your own. Yeah. But anyway, so then they slam the toilet sheet sheet seat shut. 
because the shit monster's in there. After the guy rolls off into the tub, yes. and you get to see his ass. That you get to see his really ass. Great. I'm, I'm so And glad. they try to flush it. It doesn't work. Um, and then Earl is sitting on the shitter, and uh, he tries to knock Earl off the shitter. So then Dick runs to the shed to get tape. Earl reaches uh, for his drop because he drops his toothpicks. Apparently, yes. he's got an oral fixation. I'm just leaving it there. Yeah. He's got to have his toothpicks, apparently. But he drops his toothpicks when the thing hits the seat trying to get out. Yep. And he keeps reaching for the fucking toothpicks because he can't leave them alone. There's one that landed on a pristine tile with no blood on it. So he's going to go get that one. that's what he's trying to get, of course. If something's, if, I'm, if some guy just died because something blew out his asshole. Yep. And I'm sitting on the toilet holding it in. And I don't know what it is, and I'm scared for my life. I could be fucking addicted to heroin. I don't think <laughs> shooting up at this point is going to... Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I think I'm going to be okay for the five, ten minutes it takes right. for Dick to go get... Right. I could do without a fix for now. Maybe he needs something in and his mouth to calm him down. Maybe. Furthermore, if I'm in a room that's covered in ass blood... Yes. I don't care if it's sitting on a pristine tile. I am considering the entire area absolutely contaminated. So, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But he can't leave him. So then he reaches for one. The shit monster bumps him. He gets loose from the toilet. He gets attacked. Like you said, it's, got long, it's a long tentacle thing with teeth. Uh, it bites his fingers off. That, that scene was actually kind of cool. Because it happened so fast and the surprise on his face. Like, yeah. holy shit, my fingers are gone. But apparently no blood comes out of that. Yeah. Apparently yeah. It, it cauterizes the wound when it bites because he looks up, and I understand the blood's not going to immediately start squirting, but at no point during the struggle later on is there blood on his hand even. Hmm. That I could notice. And another Stephen King Easter egg connection, overlap, use it again, recycle the same type of shit. Him losing fingers off his hand and the surprise and awe from it and how quickly it happened. And just the, as I think he describes it in Gunslinger, the fundamental injury to his whatever. Here, okay, I'm going to get into it. The Gunslinger. Yeah. We're going off topic. At what point do you create a character who's the baddest motherfucker with two six-shooters in the world? Who is, by all counts, the heir to King Arthur. Mm-hmm whose, spoiler alert, guns are crafted from the metal that made Excalibur, yep. who can use two six-shooters better than any human has ever done before. Yeah. And out of a hundred-book series... <laughs> or less. Out of 75,000 pages... In the very second book. The beginning The very of the beginning. And the first book, which was phenomenal, I'm not, I'm the not. First book was great. Yeah. Not ragging on it, kind of thin by Stephen King standards, but the very second book, you lose some of his fingers, so that he cannot two gun it anymore. Right, he can no longer. I get that. I don't have a problem with you doing this later in the series, but it, can you at least give me some more two gun blasting and fucking shooting shit for a while? I was super annoyed by that too. I agree with you. It almost honestly. turned me off. Almost, I almost to stop reading. reading. At that like, point. what are you doing here? At right now, I mean, you're at, by. If you look at the whole, the totality of that series, it was like two percent into it. Yes, 
And he already has not only again, spoiler alert, we I totally suggest to go read the Gunslinger series, but we're gonna spoil some of it. Uh not only does he lose a thumb and I think his first two fingers, so his main operating fingers, especially for if you shoot, you know that really you only need three fingers. Right. You need your thumb, your middle finger for your grip, and then trigger finger. You can get by with those three fingers. Right. He loses those three, and not only that, it's on his strong hand. Yes. Which I, of course, with the gunslinger, there's no such thing as a strong hand weak hand. He's strong-handed with both hands. But still, come on. It's your fucking right hand. It's your strong hand. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, okay, so he's double-gunned. He can use ref- left and right equally well. Again, badass character. Yeah. Why you're crippling him so early. And Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I agree. Annoy the shit out of me when I was reading the book. So, but here we have it again. He recycles in this movie where Jason Lee loses his fingers and just the shock of the fundamental injury. But anyway, yeah. So Dick returns. Is Earl's fighting with the tentacle shit monster, and then <laughs> Earl sacrifices himself to save Dick. Well, Dick stands there and does nothing except turn in some terrible, terrible acting. Yeah. Continue. I just thought it was too bad they didn't have any guns. Oh wait, they did. They were just fucking hunting. They had a yeah, couple of rifles. Yeah, and never does he think maybe I should run and try to grab a fucking gun. Yeah. Not tape, a fucking rifle or a shotgun. I, the tape idea wasn't terrible at first. Tape it in the toilet. But at one point, do you not grab a weapon on your way back? Yeah. Uh, even a fucking knife, a fucking. Something? Well, a you, rifle? A pistol? I mean, maybe. There's obviously a monster in there. Grab something as an offensive, defensive weapon, not just tape, on a bloody toilet. I don't know what kind of tape sticks to wet porcelain, but none that I've ever used. Anyway. Uh, it's alien prevention tape. <laughs> I don't know. But then Dick shuts the bathroom door to contain the creature. The handle breaks off and the door opens. And then a weird alien thing that looks like a gray. I'm sure you know, like the the, the aliens. Yes. Shows up, and the ship monster apparently likes it. And then the alien explodes into a gas, and Dick's in, and Dick inhales it. Yeah. Whatever what the this fuck? particulate is goes in through his mucous membrane. He's kind of going into his eyes, eyes and, yeah. and he's breathing it in. And I guess that's how it possesses people. If it would have somehow punctured him and sure. gone in like some type of parasite, all right, fine. But it explodes into a mist. Yeah. Mist. There you go. Recycled again. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> so then the army shows up, mo- mobilizing near town, near town uh, gathering up people. And, oh, Tom Sizemore shows up, a.k.a. Choretto. Recognize it? I can't place it. Well, the problem is that Choretto shows up, Tom Sizemore, and we all know he's a big fiend for action. And him showing up wouldn't mean anything, but he went on and on about how he's not up to nothing, he's not doing nothing, and I knew right then and there he was up to something because he is a mad fiend for action. You know what I mean, Slick? Uh, he ain't no joke. <laughs> slick. Slick? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Pete, there you go. All right. And they're called the Blue Boy Group. 
Anyway, so they talk about the crash landing, containment zone, you know, they try to take over the planet, some type of with an infection. Uh, they use the gray look that Dick saw, like the smooth alien with the big eyes, right. to lull people in. They're shapeshifters. Apparently, well. To a point. They're, I guess, they're misty, solid. Yeah, because they, they take on that form that we think they should look like. The thing is, they never take on any other form. And I'm like, well, if they can take on that form that we believe aliens to look like, why can't they just take on the form of humans and walk around amongst us? That would really be efficient to take over the planet, wouldn't it? Why would a fucking alien try to look like another alien that it doesn't actually look like so that we are more comfortable with it? Why not just look like a fucking human? Great idea. That is a great fucking idea. That's, that's a piece of writing right there. I don't... <laughs> Damn. I don't. Well, at the end, we see what it looks like. Really, the 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 gray yes. character. Yeah. Um. So he go. He can look like that. He looks like the smooth alien. He can turn into a mist. I would even go with what I call the T two explanation, which is if he if he samples it, he can he can uh, he can uh. look like it. I would even give if he were to like. Grab Dick and eat him or uh-huh. ingest his DNA or something. Then he can, then look, he can like... look like Dick. Huh. Even if he was a naked Dick. <laughs> he could <laughs> put some clothes on and pass his Dick. Yeah. But the whole mist in his head. I think that's just their vehicle for the whole mental taking over. But I, I don't here's know. my it's thing. Still just here's my and... thing. Um. The universe is large and wide with who knows what's out there and who knows what kind of form. I'm not so arrogant to believe that the only life is on this planet out of the millions and billions of stars in space. Definitely not. I'm not saying they're coming here to anal probe us, but the point is that there's potentially aliens out there. So maybe there's something that could go solid and turn into a mist, but that really makes no fucking sense. Yeah. To go from a meaty thing to a mist right to particulate yes to dust type of particulate it, to be it, inhaled by another subject makes no and sense and then even though you were still in a somewhat solid form i guess is like a dusty mist particulate that he inhaled now you have mentally I won't say possessed, but taken over his mental possessed. Would, you know, yeah, yeah. I think he's in his mind now. He's he's and now has control of his mind. I just don't get it. I don't. Anyway, it's hurting my brain. Questioning what the fuck they were thinking. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, they lull the people in. Oh, then they show Red. He's loading his antique 1911. Uh, bring, favorite of mine he brings a corporal in he finds that the corporal let a woman and four year old girl out of the containment zone he has him raise his right hand to swear that he didn't think they were infected then he blows his fingers off because they're an alien fighting squad I guess I don't know. so Red decides to pass Toretto his 1911 he says John Wayne gave it to him which again tells you how old and antiquated it is um <laughs> And then he says that Tretto gets to take over the squad after this mission. The Blue Boy Group. Isn't that a band? The Blue Boy Group? I don't know. Oh. 
That's Blue Man Group. Never mind. Blue Man Group, yeah. Oh, they're Blue Boys. They step up to the they just play. They haven't grown up yet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Raylan decides to go back to the, the crash truck for beers, or we're back to Raylan's, a.k.a. Thomas Gabriel. He comes back. The woman's laying down. Finds out she's, well, we find out she's dead with an alien blast out of her ass. <laughs> but again. That's it. That's it. No fucking blood out of her face. No yeah. explosion of blood everywhere. Her face actually looks normal because he's kind of like trying to talk to her. Like, are you listening? Are you there? He's like, oh, you're good. Yeah, take a nap. We'll be back here in a little bit. Which yeah. He just, yeah. I don't, that's what I don't get. And they actually show behind her and it's just a. It's just like. Like a, bl- like a blast of blood, but. Out your ass. She's in snow. If there was any other blood massacre, it'd be easy to see, but there's not. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Inconsistencies. Then we go back to the captain, or sorry, the cabin, and then the uh, it shows uh, Dick. He's looking quite evil. Like, just the whole, he, you remember he pulls up on the snowmobile, and he, and he does this, like. Crazy face. Fucking campy, cheesy, yes. evil look. Yes. And then he takes, <laughs> it was just, I was like, is this was a comic at this point? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Like, is this. Oh, so then he takes off in the snowmobile, and then it shows uh, Raylan and Kate Thomas Gabriel getting drunk by the fire, talking to the dead lady. Then he says, talk, he's talking about Duddits, says he thinks he gave the four friends mental abilities, telepathy, telepathy and shit. And then he says he thinks Duddits is an alien. He goes pissing in the snow. He's spelling out Duddits' name for some reason. And then the shit monster, the shit monster pops out and tries to bite him in the dick. Yeah, very offensive. Very offensive. Yeah, I mean, come in, that's the, these are some offensive fucking aliens. They take over your body. Fine. And uh, that's where they gestate. And then they blow out your ass and then try to bite your dick. At least the aliens in the Alien franchise had the common fucking decency to explode from your chest or stomach area. Yes. They're like, listen, we're going to kill you. We're sorry, but we have the common decency to leave your dick and ass alone. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're going to leave your dick and your ass alone. That's all we ask for. Common. Okay, That's, you're going to kill me yeah. by gestating inside me. I get it. You're an alien. You want to take over my race, uh, I, my species. I get it. Fine. It happens. Stay away from the dick and the ass. Have some, yes. Yes, have some courtesy. They have some courtesy. Even those fucking, you know, <laughs> second mouth biters be like, dude, way too far. Come on. Kill him with dignity. We, we gestate with pride. <laughs> Plus, you're coming out the old shitter. You're covered yeah. in shit that way. What's wrong with Not you? Not a good way to enter no. our, our world. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Tries to bite his dick off. Then he jumps. Then Raylan or uh, yeah, Gabriel jumps on the fire to burn it off. Then it attacks Raylan's face. He grabbed like a, a burning log, like a torch. Mm-hmm. He burns it with that. Then we cut to the Punisher walking. He hears the snowmobile. Then he, with his mental abilities, he realizes it's Dick, but it's not Dick. So he hides. And then uh, we realize that uh, the alien has taken over Dick. So Gray Dick is what I'm calling him now. <laughs> so Gray Dick is talking to himself. You know, Mr. really bad English accent. Mr. Gray, I was going to say, has an English oh, accent. Sorry. What the fuck? Like, what, why does it have an English accent? A bad English accent. Like a, like a, like a joke English accent. Because 
if you know, you know, you know, Damian Lewis, he he is British. I know that. Yeah, and he has like a good British accent. This was not, this was not just Damian Lewis talking in his native uh, accent. This was like. I can't do it. I couldn't even begin to replicate. Pip, pip, chew Like yes. way over. Like, yes, exactly. The like cheerio. you wonder when he was acting like, no, 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 campier, shittier. And then, uh, okay, now we want, we need a different voice for it. He's like, well, if I talk on my regular voice, like, yeah. you know, normal. In like, English, no, yeah. no, no, they won't buy it. Um, you got anything. Way campier. Way campier. That. Like, hello, governor. <laughs> Top of the morning. And you're like, that's it. That's what I want. I wonder at what, at what point Damien Lewis was like, can I get my check now, please? <laughs> Why? I just need to look at it. How much do I owe for breach of contract? He's, he's looking at the check and the number of zeros, and he's like, okay. He folds up, puts his pocket. Campy it is. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, oh, and then we got Gray Dick. He finds a dead shit monster because Raylan burned it. Uh, and then Raylan slash Gabriel realizes that's not Dick. It's Mr. Gray. And then we realize Mr. Gray has mind control abilities. Apparently, he found his lack of faith disturbing because he's got the forced death grip. He's like, and then, but he needs directions because apparently he can take over someone's body and read their mind and control them, but he can't access the the map feature in their brain. Yeah, because exactly. he needs he needs Raylan to give him directions on how to get there. So because I'm pretty sure. Uh, Winter's part of his file system in his brain that they show his library. I'm pretty sure that the map of Maine is not tucked away in the private office. So well, why now, not just find it and use it? Now, maybe Mr. Gray is a little concerned about accessing his map program because, you know, he apparently doesn't know not to fucking walk in front of cars earlier in the movie. So, <laughs> not good with the. This guy is horrible with directions. So I'm gonna. Skip I'm gonna go that with part. this guy. Yeah, this guy over here. Let's with try the magic this guy. Finger. Yeah, with the magic, magic finger. finger guy. You show me how to get there. Which I want to go back real quick to the attractive blonde that he found his keys the keys for earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. She really missed out. He had a magic finger. That is a magical finger. She could have. She mm-hmm. missed out. She should have. Yeah. That's she what you get for standing him up. She probably watched this movie later and went, oh, man. Look at that finger work. Look at that. Fuck. <laughs> I could have had something there. But. Uh, it's got no dick because it got bit off by the uh, alien. Made, but we don't know. We got a magic finger. We don't know. Make up for it. I'm <laughs> pretty sure it probably did at this point, but we don't know. But then it shows Dick locked in his secret office. And he's watching the scene from the window, like an out-of-body experience. A really bad one. I get, again, it's an allegory or a whatever. Representation, but not a whole lot of effort. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So then the uh, Punisher makes it back to the cabin. Find the cabin covered in red mold. I guess I'll call it mold. It was like I don't fucking know. But it was like growing, like mold type stuff. Yeah. He grabs a fucking gun because he's the Punisher. Yes. If anybody's gonna grab a gun, he sees Dead Earl in the shitter, mm. getting covered by mold. He has a vision somehow of Mister Gray taking Dick. I mean, he seems to be about the strongest with his psych- psychic abilities. Actually. Yes. He does. He got that. He got the strongest dose of that. Where Raylan got the magical finger. He got the strong. So what did the other two get? 
Seriously, since that seems to be the Well, they can all communicate they... mentally, but yeah. that's all they got. Like, Raylan got the magic finger. Yeah. Punisher's got, in my opinion, the best mind bi- right. control abilities. The strongest, right. Dick's okay at it. He's got the office. Can't see. And his mind. Can't see cars coming. Can't see cars coming. <laughs> and then Earl. Who knows what Beaver does? Earl. Earl got fingers bit off yeah, yeah, who knows <laughs> he's he could sing you know and he should have got the most because he's the one that would sing to duddits all the time yeah he was his comfort you he was his comfort would, like, like give him all kinds of powers you're my favorite you know that, maybe that was wrong all right um and how does he i but he has a vision so then he sees a so then uh punisher sees a shit monster on the bed guarding some eggs he shoots the shit monster takes him two times some wavering on calling the Punisher, but he does kill him, so I'll give him that. He blows its head off, and then he decides to burn the eggs. He goes and gets lighter fluid and some matches, and then... Uh, At least somebody's thinking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's thinking, like, fuck, I'm like, you know... Yeah, fuck this. This place is obviously ruined, because it's got this red, nasty, like, growing fucking organic mold everywhere, and this creature, I- I'm pretty much writing the cabin off. Fuck it, we're burning it down. Yep. Yeah. Right, he's, in my opinion, right on. Uh, when he goes to burn the eggs, he sees some little shit monsters have hatched. Um, he drops all the matches but one. Like it with this thumb. Of course. With this thumb. Yeah. Anyway, so then he burns down the cabin, but uh, which is good. So then they have a flashback, um, and it shows Duddits giving the kids their powers because they're looking for a missing girl. <sighs> shows Raylan's finger dick trick um <laughs> they find the grill down in the storm drain and then we're back to the present it shows the army helicopters they find the alien crash site and they attack uh the aliens then self-destruct a ship um some of the apaches get taken out but luckily yep. red and Toretto size they're able to climb and gain altitude and get out of there of course of course yeah. they're noticeable characters so I don't know what point this comes up. Do you remember when they mention how long they've been fighting? I know that Eyebrows at some point says. I want to say it was before this, but 25 years. Right around the time they shut the guy's fingers off. Been fighting these these creatures for 25 years. 25 years. 25 fucking years. So this is why people, this makes it into the apocalypse survival guy because this is an apocalypse i mean by like definition we have aliens that have been on the planet for 25 years attempting to take over and this small band of helicopter pilots maybe like a hundred of them and like 30 of them can fly helicopters apparently or all of them i don't know of helicopter pilots have been staving them off for 25 years, and no one else in the world's population knows about them because it's a super top-secret crew that fights these aliens, and only they know about them. But we're showing crash sites with hundreds of these little fuckers, the shit monsters standing out in the field, so they're obviously still actively coming to our planet and crashing their ships for some reason to self-detonate later. Anyway... 25 years I think in, of fighting them. In this case, they made it sound like they accidentally crashed here. Like, in this case, they didn't mean to. If that makes sense. Allegedly. 
So is this like another outbreak of him? Has he fought other ones before? He, they fought these guys before because he talks about the shit monsters. He talks about the big ones like Mr. Gray. He's seen one before. Yeah. So they've obviously been coming to our world for 25 years. And they've been fighting them. And they've obviously, they can infect animals. They grow that red mold, which we later discover what it's for. Um, yeah. But... So they've been attempting to invade and overtake our world for because he makes some comment like they haven't they haven't found a world they haven't yet that they haven't wanted to like that they haven't wanted to make their own like overtake mm-hmm. which how do you how do you know that yeah like do you talk to them or what do you know what they do outside of our planet? Exactly. We can barely see fucking Saturn for crying out loud. And do you're telling me you can see these other worlds that they're taking over? Yeah. What? What? So, do you yeah. see you see shit monsters on Mars or something? Yeah. I don't. Maybe maybe the secret Area 51, you know, attack spaceships. Anyway. Mm. So then uh, cut back to uh, old uh, Gray Dick and uh, Thomas Gabriel. And uh, Thomas Gabriel, a.k.a. Raylan, he, he has a Raylan moment. He tells him to, you know, bite his bag, basically. And then <laughs> Grey Dick turns into a giant shit monster and eats Raylan. Yes. Puts his hood up. And then turns into this giant shit monster because he does that. So, yes, he does do that. I don't get why. I don't either. How does he turn into a giant shit monster? He, does he rearrange Dick's molecular structure to turn into a giant you. dick monster? So he turned from the giant gray monster, turned into Petart to mist, which he then inhaled and was giving him the ability to take over his mind. But then he can still change, yeah, Dick's human form into a giant leech Dick monster and bite people in half and then change right back into uh, winners. Mm-hmm. What? Jesus fucking Christ. What is going on? Again, if he would have possibly biologically attached a parasite to him, and I guess we could argue that he, I'm going to say this now, when you think, we could argue that he changed him physically f- forever, like changed his molecular structure. Okay, it could happen, but it probably doesn't which then again makes more no fucking sense. Because if he, like, overtook his body and turned it into, like, an alien body and that's his, he's going to infest it from this point on, okay. But no, that possibly doesn't happen, which makes this make no sense. Zero. Zero fucking sense. And if you can do that, if you have the power to take over uh, a human, their mind, and still be able to change their form into your... Uh, shit monster leech tooth thing why not just keep doing that take over the planet that way uh, I, again I think you hit on I didn't even think about this but you hit on earlier if you're able to shape shift why not look like people yeah shape shift into humans and just walk around amongst them obviously you can change back into the the shit monster when you need to do that bite other people in half but then shape shift back into a human and walk amongst us to take the planet over that way. I mean, what would you say were in that field that they uh, decimated with their helicopters before they all started to run? 
couple hundred. Yeah. A couple yeah. hundred of them. Yeah, whatever. At the most, yeah. Just take those. And they obviously hatch at a very rapid rate because it's yeah. only a matter of hours. The one from the bathroom laid eggs and a bunch of those eggs had already hatched and started to, you know, because they were crawling towards uh, Punisher's feet yeah. right before he set the place on fire. They very fast uh, rate. Okay, but that just brought up another question. So that shows the one laying eggs. The eggs hatch, and they all come out of the eggs. And now you have little baby shit monsters growing. Why do they have to infest the human to gestate when they just showed that they can be created through laying piles of eggs that hatch and they grow? One or the other. Fucking one or the other. I don't know. Anyway. Do they just lay eggs and they make and they make more shit monsters, or do they have to gestate inside a mammal? I don't. It makes no sense. They don't. Again, no explanations. I cannot stand this shit. I mean, it'd be one thing if it, it eats meat, people, to then you know power it, so to speak, like we eat meat, and then that becomes. But yeah, you're right. Why does it have to gestate to turn the exact same thing to? create more of the exact same thing why don't those things have to gestate or or do they do the hatched eggs have to find a mammal body to crawl into to basically eat from the inside out until they're but, large enough to survive i but, don't know the, but the okay later in the movie we'll just get to now there's a dog yeah and mr and gray dick has the dog eat some of the red Mold fungus stuff. Yes. And that's what creates the shit monster inside of it. Yes. So there's another way that this happens now. So they're trying to establish that you eat the red mold, which apparently the hunters did in the when they're lost in the woods, ate some berries covered in this red mold. We'll just assume that's what happened. Sure. And then they get the shit monsters inside them. The dog eats the red stuff. Mr. Gray Dick gets it to do it, and then it gets the shit monster inside it for the end of the movie. Yeah, Shit monster comes out, grows. Cool, no problem. Why then, you bring up a very valid point, can it just lay eggs that appear to be turned into shit monsters? Like baby, baby shit monsters. Little baby tad, shit monsters. Little tadpole shit monsters. It would be one thing if something ate the red mold which who knows where it comes from. And then it shit out a ton of these little shit monsters. It's like 20, 30 little ones. And they grow up, get big, and then they, whatever. Yeah. If that's the mechanism, then fine. That's the mechanism. So how is it, yeah, why does it lay eggs? Why does it need to lay eggs? And where are those going to go? Where are those going to gestate? Do they need to gestate? Do they, just, Do they It just doesn't grow? look like it because they're crawling around. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean. Which is it? They, they were trying to get to Punisher. But it's not like they had to go inside because the hunter didn't eat a little worm. And he was like, hey, it's this crazy little worm. And you know what I mean? Okay. Right. Hey. Maybe what we're missing fuck? something. Well, we're, but probably not. Other than millions of dollars? Yeah. <laughs> we're missing that they the got paid for this fucking stupid movie. <laughs> anyway. So then they show the army helicopters attack and blah, blah, blah. So then Dick turns into a giant shit monster, eats Gabriel, Raylan, he's gone. So then Mr. Gray Dick 
uh, stops the military truck. We're getting right to it. Killer, uh, he kills the driver, and he gets a dog to eat the infected animals. Yeah. So he could have a shit monster inside of him. Um, and then while he's, I think, well, yeah, when Mr. Gray's busy killing the army driver, who gets a couple shots off, but apparently that doesn't matter. No. Because it's human bullets form, work but don't work. Form, alien. Who knows? He then runs out of his office to grab all his files on Duddits and his mental office. His mental office. Yeah. And he has to use a mental cart. In his he mental limps library. mentally, even though it's mental. I noticed that as well. Why the fuck does he have the limp in his mind? Here, here's my thing. This is your mind. Okay, there's an alien in there, and maybe you know he's got a stronger mind. But why aren't you just flying up there? Yeah, uh, it's your mind. It's your brain. You do like whatever the fucking you want. Matrix. Fly up there, grab him, Absolutely. and fly back down. And if it's your mind, why aren't you kung fu fighting the shit out of him in your mind? Like yeah. it's your mind. Yeah, you can be whatever you want. How, how about? Oh, this is my mind. You know what I want? A Gatling gun and Excalibur. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, no, you can't. Whatever it takes. Well, what do you mean I can't? This sure is my fucking mind. It's my brain. I'll do whatever. I, I can want. do whatever crazy shit. There's no laws in here. There's no physics there's no reality this is imaginary mm-hmm. fuck you apparently you have to limp though you have to be exactly yes, as that's you are apparently yes form. yes because when i dream if i have any ailments i dream about all the ailments to stop me from doing all the things that i <laughs> right i never you never fly or anything crazy like that <laughs> oh, yeah yeah but anyway so he successfully gets his files on dud it's back into his office and then uh Oh, then it shows the Punisher's on some skis. He's got these skis, and he's, like, cross-country skiing, and then he goes down there. Where the fuck did he get skis? Oh. He grabs a rifle, he burns down the cabin, and then he just he's on skis, like, magically finds <laughs> skis. Now, I haven't been to the, the great wide open of Maine in the wilderness in the winter. Maybe there's just skis laying all over the place. Yeah. Like, if lost or chasing aliens, feel free to borrow. <laughs> Again, I don't just know. racks of them. You don't know that. There's just racks of skis along the roadways in Maine. That's, that's there a, could be yeah, like you bike racks. There's yeah. just like you don't ski even racks. have to pay for them. It's like an honor system. It's an honor system. Take the skis and yeah. well, like when you get to the next rack, you right. put them up there, yeah, so then the next, the next person rack. can they just exactly. get you know yeah exactly. mm-hmm. okay. system. Uh, but he gets caught by the army, and then he sees Chiretto. He reads his mind. He convinces to help him because um, again, he's apparently got the the best powers out of the bunch. Uh, then you got Gray Dick shows him driving the, the the military truck, and he gets gets a flat tire. Because why not at this point? <laughs> just throw something else. Well, in there. why don't sure. just have a burst of flame? I mean, you know, yeah. at this point, why not spontaneously just turn into a yeah the, the Hollywood flames, the big knobby army tires. Yeah, in the middle of that the winter, almost in, in, in you almost cannot puncture them. It's winter, so you know there's right. layers of fluff on the ground to help. Cushion tires, but Flat I'm tire sure it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Um, and then he crashes. So, uh, yeah. And then, oh, and then uh, Chiretto busts out the Punisher. They drive away in a army truck. And then the regular army comes in to shut down Blue Boy Group because he, he kills all the infected people to be safe. He doesn't let anybody, like, try to get better. He just kills them all just to, you know, 100% containment, which... It's a little cold, but it would be effective. Kind of have to agree with it. It would be effective. Yeah, it would be. Unless it was me, and then I'd think there's got to be a cure. But anyway, but it is you have, You would admit that if your 100 people are infected, to take the risk of letting them get out, and you can see what this stuff does. Uh-huh. Just kill the 100 people. Sorry, we're cold, but hmm. we're also realistic. 
So anyway, uh, and then uh, somehow uh, Dick and the Punisher talk on the mind phone. He uses the pistol. <laughs> mind phone. He uses the pistol <laughs> as a phone because he's got uh, he's got Red's uh, old antiquated 1911. So bad. And then they decide they have to go to someplace called Dairy to get Duddits, who turns out to be Carwood Lipton. Yep. Yeah. There Lip. you go. Good there old Lip. AKA Winters and Lipton back. Uh, Back together again. A.K.A. the only Wahlberg I can half stand. Yeah. And that's sad because he was a new kid on the block. Yeah, it's, that's a huge... You know, I never liked the motherfucker, ever. I thought, you new kid on the block, he did acting, like, fuck that little guy, whatever. Not little, but fuck that guy. And then he did The Sixth Sense. I'm like, all right. And then what really turned me around to like the guy, I'm dead serious, is Band of Brothers. Oh, I absolutely. Carl Lipton. I'm absolutely. like, that guy's not so bad. Yeah, and I did you know, awesome in that. He did awesome. And, and I don't really watch Blue Bloods. I mean, he does pretty good in that. Yeah. I, somebody was watching. Anyway, anyway. So anyway, they decide to, uh, they're heading to Massachusetts. Oh, they find out they're heading. Oh, yeah. They get done. It's in the head to Massachusetts because they know that's where they're going. And then it shows that, aha, Red, that tricky son of a bitch, he put a tracking device in, in the 1911. Yeah. No, 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 in the slide. Mm-hmm. Like, of all the places, if anyone knows anything about guns, which yeah. apparently the, the people that made this movie know zero about anything, they put it in the, the slide, slide. The, the formed slide. Yeah, that's, that has the least amount of material on it. That's either poured or you take a tool and, you know, mill away at it right they put a hole it's either caster milled and yeah caster milled yeah. and put a chip in and then put metal yeah because it's just got little it. pieces that you can just take right off don't you know that they cast you it with like little secret doors secret doors that you, you just, know see this is where you don't know this is where your lack of 1911 knowledge comes oh in. that's what comes in <laughs> how about 1911s the, have little doors you can just take them off you can hide stuff in there. i did yeah. not know that is that for you know <laughs> Uh, yes. How about the grip? How about there's plenty of dead space in the grip? Anywhere else. <laughs> How about the guide rod? I mean, you could yeah. have crammed something. In the, How about anywhere but the slide? Yeah. The only other worst place would have been in the barrel where the bullet comes out. <laughs> like, why does it work so well? Uh, don't take that tracking device. With, what? Why is there a tracking device in yeah. the barrel? Yeah. But it's in the slide because nobody fucking bothered to talk to anybody who knows anything about firearms ever. So uh, then we got uh, Grey Dick, kills a trooper, steals the cop car, again turning into a shit monster. Duddits then tells them that Grey Dick wants to go to the water supply and infest Boston with eggs because if one single worm or whatever the fuck they're called. Shit monster. Shit monster. They're a tiny little worm form just to illustrate. If one of them gets in the water system, it'll affect the entire world. Yes, allegedly. Just like that. Yes. The entire world. That would be a religion. Uh, yes. No way to stop it at that point. Whew. Didn't realize we were so vulnerable. No, I mean, there's, there's, they could just fucking nuke Boston. That would stop it. Yeah. No, there's no way to stop it. Nope. I'm not advocating nuking an American city. No, definitely not. But it would stop it. <laughs> yeah. Or fucking torch the whole fucking thing. Uh, hey, it's an apocalypse. Kind of. Well, it is, but the movie makes no sense. Um, so then uh, Red takes off in the chopper, tracking the gun with the minigun yeah. on it. He's got a helicopter and a minigun. I just want to establish now that Red is chasing them down 
He has a helicopter and a minigun. Totally going to be something later. Isn't there like a special thing that helicopters can do? They can like kind of like loiter and hover? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure. But he, and a minigun is like kind of a... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, and go. it's a big, yep. big gun. Yes. Thousands of rounds Thou- a second. Yes. Or a minute, I should say. And a lot of... Mass. Mass. Destruction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then we show Grey Dick arrives at the reservoir with the infected dog. Uh, crashes his car. Then he has to break into the building. <sighs> and then we got Chiretto, the Punisher, and Duddits arrive with the water supply. Chiretto, I think at that point, loads his pistol. I don't know. But anyway, and then he loads his MP5. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Red shows up in his helicopter. Helicopter. With a Gatling gun. With a cat. With, yep. And starts shooting at Chiretto. In strafing runs. In strafing runs. What was that thing helicopters can do again? Hover. <laughs> But he, he he decides to strafe, okay, with a Gatling gun. Helicopter. Gatling gun. Gatlin gun. Yes. So Chiretto decides to stand still <laughs> and use his nine millimeter MP5. <laughs> now I understand to most people it just looks like a machine gun, but it's an MP five. We can we can agree that's what we saw. Yeah. Which we all know, and if you know anything about firearms, is a nine millimeter mm-hmm. type of weapon. Very devastating up close. Seal Team Six used it for many a year, very successfully. Mm-hmm. Up close. Up close. Person to person. Mm-hmm. Nine millimeter helicopter Gatling gun. Okay, so he gets into a. <laughs> and it's not like he's running around shooting at it. He stands still, still. like, like. Even when he makes one strafing run and comes back for the other, he hasn't changed his position no. once. He literally, like his other footprint than, stopped in the snow. Other and than that's where he turn stood. around yep. to shoot at it as it comes back at him. Yeah. So he, he shoots his nine millimeter, the MP5 blank. He gets wounded by the Gatling gun. He's still standing because he got wounded by a. Gatlin gun. Not blown in half. Wounded. But wounded. Just, ah, fuck. Ouch. So then he pulls out his forty-five caliber pistol <laughs> and shoots the helicopter and disables the tail rotor. I am not a mechanic of any type, automobile or avionics. I don't know if a 45 round could take out a tail rotor. I'm leaning towards no, but I I can't 100% say for sure. But this pistol manages to fucking take out the tail rotor of a helicopter. (laughs) Uh, And not only that, take it down into a fiery, flaming fireball. Well, he shoots at the tail rotor, and you don't don't remember. Red yells out, either get busy living or get busy dying. (laughs) And he dies. In a ball of fire. Uh, but then he crawls out, and if you remember, he crawls out, and then he shoots himself with the serum, and he's... Oh, wait, that's the other movie, Omega movie. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's Omega yeah. Man. Okay, yeah, yeah when you crash in a helicopter, you don't, actually, you don't actually survive no. after a fireball in a helicopter. You actually bow it. Oh, okay. actually die. I'll give, it, yes. I'll give him this movie credit here. It was correct on that. Yeah, it's one check mark in the good box. One. That's, a, that's the only check mark I've made so far <laughs> yeah. in the good. So then Chirito is dead. Chiretto's dead. Punisher takes the MP5 and he loads it up, which, if you noticed, every time 
Choretto loaded it and the Punisher loaded it. He was pulling ammo sticks, the mags that look like sticks, out of a pouch that Choretto was wearing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got the gun in the trunk. There's no ammo in the trunk. You got to pull it off you. You can't load it and then carry the spare ammo on you for later. But anyway, what do I know? <laughs> Let's see. And then, oh, the shit monster comes out of the dog. Uh, then the Punisher walks in and sucks at shooting. And at this point, he is no longer the Punisher. He's hung. He's the male prostitute from that nice. show that I didn't watch. Yes. But he is no longer. He no. can't hit shit. He gave up his Punisher He, he gave it up right then and there. Yeah. Um, he sucks at shooting. The shit monster jumps at him. And in the miracle miracles, he somehow gets impaled on the gun barrel. Yeah. And then he manages to shoot it, which I'm pretty sure that they they did the old movie cliche before this of the click, 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 click. Like, you know, in the movies where you shoot a machine gun and it shoots, and then when it's out, you pull it. It's, and then, instead of going click once, okay, yeah. it goes click, 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 click. Like it's still a machine trying to, like, right. Fire off all these non-existent rounds. I'm pretty sure they heard that noise, but and I thought about going back and checking, but I didn't care enough at this point to do it, and I just said fuck it. Because as you can tell with some of these movies, I lose the will to live as they go on and on. Definitely the will to rewind. Definitely. (laughs) Um, And then he pulls the trigger and blows it away. It dies, but it shows. Oh shit! One egg rolls out of the dead shit monster and starts to hatch. So then, the, so then Hung and the Grey Dick have a conversation to see who it is. And then Duddits shows up and pulls Grey from Dick or pulls Dick from Grey. I don't know how you want to look at it. And then Grey attacks Duddits. He uses his spiked tail to impale Duddits. Duddits turns into a different type of alien yeah. who also has a spiked tail because. That's a You thing. know why we don't. I've, I've noticed. I've decided. I know I'm, I'm, I'm step. The reason that we have not yet, as humans, mastered space travel is we don't have a spike tail. tail. When we, when people develop a spike tail, tail, we're gonna blast off yeah. into the stars. Exactly. But he uses his spike tail to uh, impale Mr. Gray. He then yells, "I am Duddits," or maybe it was before this. I don't really care. They then turn into some type of glowy metamorphosis yeah. thing. He explode. They explode into a red mist. And then it shows a dream catcher in the old mist. <sighs> and then Dick stands up. Right as rain. No problems <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> he steps. <coughs> excuse me. On the mini shit monster world. Well, that was a grand old trip, wasn't it? <laughs> before, it gets, before it gets into the water. <laughs> and thank God movie's over. <laughs> so you've been infected by a shit monster. And at the end, oh, at the end, it's it's a full sized. Sh- it's got the big mouth with the teeth. Yeah. It's got the tail. It's got legs and arms now. I think yeah, it have, yeah. It have it, arms and legs. It definitely had legs. They could have legs because when the one when the ones in the field ran away, they like got little legs and were like scurrying away. But with the legs. I can't remember if they had arms or not. But anyway, the point is, it arms. had appendages. Yes, but at least had legs and a tail and the big eaty mouth, the big teeth. Teeth vagina, whatever you yeah, call what it. It looks like a tooth yeah. vagina, yeah. Yeah, so I think Steve's got that some earlier. issues with, this, with <laughs> vaginas. But long story short is <coughs> this thing that can turn into a mist, and all, it, it didn't. Nope. How the fuck is Dick the same? Like, how is he? Totally unscathed. Unscathed. Him and, him and Hung are going to be buddies. Does, does Dick still have some 
Gabriel stuck in his teeth. I mean, he fucking ate. <laughs> he ate his buddy. He ate his buddy when he wasn't him, but he was him. How does that work? No idea. Plus an army guy and a now. state trooper. So he's not, he's full. He should not be <laughs> hungry for a while. <sighs> okay, so I guess strengths and weaknesses. Um, strengths of the enemy, they can take over bodies, so they can look like anybody. But they don't. <sighs> But they don't. Only one. Just one one person on the planet. Well, the little aliens gestate in mammals, so there's that. So they can so they can get into a body and the body could walk around and they're quick and teethy. I mean they are yeah. very quick. They yeah. got a lot of teeth. When they're the little leech tooth vagina form. <sighs> Any other strengths? Jesus God. I don't even wanna know. Um, kind of weaknesses, weaknesses, gunfire and fire. You can kill them like any, yeah, any meat bag except for apparently when they're a mist. And why they just like if you're shooting at them, why would they just turn into a mist? Let the bullets fly through and then reform. Reform. Don't know. I also wonder if they turn into a mist and you turn a fan on. <laughs> I'm blow their particles away. There they can't go. reform. I don't know. There you go. Um, There's your weapons. <laughs> weaknesses. The worst fucking British accent I've ever heard. That's a fucking weakness. Damien Lou should be embarrassed to have even done that, being a true Brit. He should be like, no, I can't. This is this is like completely against my countrymen to even talk like it this. Sh- it should have been I like, I do this. Should have built himself as Darren Lewis. Like, isn't that, no, 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 it's my brother Darren. We've never seen him before. Yeah. Nope, nope, it's my yeah. brother. Just did one movie. I guarantee that they kept telling him campier, um, you know, Shitty, up. shitty British accent. And he's like, can I see the n- number of zeros on that check again? <sighs> okay. I'll do it. And this is a Stephen King movie. And it's still early in my career. All right. Okay. I'll do it. Again, there was a cast of killers. I'm being serious in this movie. Yeah, it was a good cast. And I'm like, what are you guys turning in here? Were you guys getting drunk before every scene? <laughs> I mean, like, give me give me an explanation. <laughs> Anyway, survival keys, unless you got something else on strength. So anyway, air, water, food, shelter. Three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. Nailed it this time. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Air. It doesn't, I mean, he turns into like the mist thing, but other than that, it doesn't seem to be airborne like in the woods and and like when Hung walks into the cabin. There's the mold on the ground, but it's not like he's not getting it airborne. So I would. As long as it doesn't go mist form, air is good. Yeah. So if you're in the containment area, you're okay air wise. Water, I'm going to assume it's contaminated like if it gets into the water stream because that mold and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't, but I would not take the risk. And they touch on that that was going to be their vehicle of delivery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, the whole planet was the water. With the one little worm in there. But they have to get to that point. So if they can infect the water, contaminate the water, yes, the water's contaminated. For this, what we watched, it was okay. Well, I'm glad they didn't make it into the water supply of Boston to infect because there's no way that there's any type of water that runs off a mountain down to nope. another no, reservoir that would, that that would, would spread out. Drinking water. No, Why would, that, why would no. that happen? Never. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if it's... You know, bottled water, drugged water, you'd be safe there. Food, uh, if it's got the mold on it, it's very contaminated. Right. You're going to blow a shit monster out eventually. <laughs> but, I mean, yes, food is contaminated. So, 
I mean, because it was even going over like the, because fucking Earl was eating peanut butter off his finger of the jar. It went over, right. went over the jar of peanut butter. Right. Like the whole cabin was covered. So um, it's going to contaminate the food. Uh, shelter. I mean, a bunker. A bunker would be good. You could, you could hide from them. They wouldn't, you know, try to blow out your ass. Yeah. But they infected the whole world eventually. You, eventually you're, you're fucked. fucked. Because yeah. you got to come out at some point and yeah. now you you emerge to well, here, tooth vagina worms. Here's what I'll say. A shelter is good if you're me and you, Joe Schmo. But if you happen to have a challenged alien buddy from your childhood <laughs> who gave you psychic powers and a trick finger. Yeah. Don't go in the bunker. Yeah. Could you please go out and f- sacrifice yourself to kill the aliens? Yes. That's You're all I'm asking. Last hope in this yes. one. Um, weapons. Um, they're they're all good. I mean, you're, seriously, if you if you can shoot it and burn it, and I'm sure you could probably stab it. So any any type of physical weapon that works on us or animals, like a meat bag vehicle, apparently works on these. Yeah. Now they got more teeth. They're quick. They're strong. But you know, the hung shoots the one with the gun in the cabin, blows his head off. He shoots the one that jumps on his machine gun, the MP5, kills it dead. Burns all the worms, kills him dead. Yeah. And obviously the Blue Boy group, or Blue Man group, sorry, Blue Boy group has been killing them for 25 years effectively. Using using fire and guns and, and yeah whatever helicopters and guns yeah yeah but I'm just saying that the point is that guns and normal weapons kill them yeah you burn them whatever but so the point is they're not having to use nukes all the time right or, or like drop bombs or some or, special type of weapon that yes, only affects like a f- these phaser like water <laughs> for aliens. aliens anyway fuck you M Night Shyamalan so. Weapons. I would probably go with the shoddy because they are fast, but you, you know. Well, well, what are you fighting? Are you fighting aliens or helicopters? <laughs> <laughs> no, aliens, aliens. You're fighting aliens. If I'm fighting a helicopter, apparently I can just pick up rocks and, a, and throw them. But, because anything really will take down a fucking helicopter with a Gatling gun. That's that's an easy target. No problem whatsoever. No issues whatsoever. But if I'm fighting the aliens, a shotgun, they move fast. You got a more of a spread, whatever. And a fan. You just said this a minute ago. <laughs> fan. So if they go mist for them, you just blow them away with the fan. Otherwise, you just use your shotgun or any other type of firearm whatsoever. I think in this case, a shotgun would be number one for up close. Some type of long-distance rifle, if you can happen to spot them from a distance, you can yeah. shoot them, would yeah. be good. Any pistol, apparently. You know, just something for up, you know, if you run out, you got to, you know, transition to weapon. Um, uh, butt plug, you can keep them from coming <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I go too far with that? Maybe not, maybe not. Anyway. Um, ah, fuck you, I'm dead, but you ain't getting out. <laughs> I'm going to trap you in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then a gas mask. So if they do go mist, mist form, they can't yeah, that's take a good over question. your mind. That's a good question. If you if you have a gas mask um, and some type of, I don't say ear protection, but like say you get some helmet covers your ears yeah. and a gas mask, can they get in? Can they get in? Because mm-hmm. it, I don't. It, it seemed to go in through his, his his nasal passage, his mouth, and his eyes, or it seemed to go in his. Well, that's what they showed anyway. So yes. Yeah. 
I mean, these fucking assholes probably try to go in your ass and dick. Yeah. I mean, they don't give a shit. They come out that way. Why not go in that way? And they try to bite it off. Fuck yeah. They have no scruples. They're fucking pieces of shit. Asshole aliens. Literally. Yeah, it's literally asshole aliens. Miscellaneous. I mean, <laughs> I guess the gas mask would gas mask, you know, random skis that you find <laughs> anywhere. The ski exchange system <laughs> the Maine ski exchange. is always. <laughs> I would like to take this moment to thank Maine for your ski exchange program in helping stop this alien invasion. <laughs> it is your efforts that have helped save the day. Thank uh, you. You don't know it, but you save the world. Uh, miscellaneous. Um, a, a, a. OK, here's another thing. If you're an alien. That's not from. So you're not from Earth. You have the you the ability to travel through space to land on our planet, even if you're a benevolent one. Are why are you coming to Earth as a 13 year old boy to start with, acting mentally challenged? And I'm not I'm not bagging on someone as a mental deficiency because they need to be loved and cared for like anyone else. And I'm glad these boys were his friend and, it, you know, all that stuff turned out yeah, well. Sure. You can come from fucking outer space. You're smarter than we are. Seriously. Yeah. We, we have Clearly, not yet. Clearly, because we haven't done it yet. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. You can come from fucking outer space. Why are you hiding as a mentally challenged child? Maybe it's just that, hiding. Why not just a regular child? Yeah. Or anybody, for that matter. Is that... I I just didn't get... I mean, I, I get the whole secret. Oh, he's just a, you know, mentally challenged. I think they use, they use the term retarded, which some people say is offensive now. But anyway, child. Oh, he's not really. He's actually this super cool alien dude. And because we were nice to him, he knows that, you know, we're good people. Because, you know, you know, because if he's a normal person, everyone would be nice to him. Ugh. I get, I get the morality play a little bit, but you're a fucking interstellar alien. And the yeah. mom. Does the mom know he's an interstellar alien? Because they, they meet his mom at one point. Well, my assumption was this was a similar situation where Mr. Gray took over Lieutenant Winters. Where Duddits, as a child, this good alien came down, found him for whatever reason liked him to be his vessel that he was going to take over, and then missed it out, was inhaled by Duddits, went into the mentally challenged boy, and then that's where he resided. Because the vessel of Duddits was still human because it grew up to get leukemia and was still uh, susceptible to human disease and stuff. I, I know. I'm, I'm making it way worse for you. <laughs> but here's my question. If you're going to come down to Earth as an alien, and you're a benevolent alien like Duddits is, and you're here to help, thank you so much for coming. But what, are you going to pick, and this is, in all honesty, I'm not trying to be rude, the, the, the challenged child, or I'm fucking going for, I don't know, fucking Will Smith. Conor McGregor, someone who's balling out of their mind, like, listen, I'm still going to help you guys out, Yeah, but, but I'm going to enjoy the ride until it comes time. You know what I'm saying? Come find me and this dude when you're ready to go. <laughs> I'm going to be balling over here yeah. Yeah. on the jets, banging the hose, right. all that kind of stuff. Why, why am I yeah, you know? suffering in a room by myself dying of leukemia when I could yeah, be? But I can't figure out, was he 
was he a missed alien or was he actually the alien I, and he just hung out for all this time? I do not know actually. And is he and if is he the mortal enemy of the dick monster shit monster? I don't. <sighs> okay, let's rate it because I my brain hurts. Fucking one. <laughs> Sorry, well, Stephen well, King. I like your well, books, but holy shit. Are you rating it on the exact occurrence of aliens that turn into mold but don't have to turn into mold, get ingested, blood, ass, turn into large shit monsters that eat people and then become a mist and attack people, take over people and come back out? We're going like, <laughs> yeah. Because for that, I got like a negative. I got like the a. The likelihood of all of that yes. is a one. <laughs> I have said one to ten because I want to give like a zero or a negative. Yeah. But I guess. If I'm just looking at the tally of aliens coming, uh, one. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't give it more than a not one. Not these aliens. Not these aliens. Aliens in general, sure, but not these. Yeah, not, not for these. this particular apocalypse. For this baseline that they've laid out for us in this movie, I'm sorry, it's a one. <laughs> My head. Hurts. You've rubbed your head a lot I, it's during fucking... this one. A lot more than usual. So I've either decided that Stephen King has bamboozled the world into thinking that his stories are great or his stories do not translate very well to the big screen. I think it's definitely the second. Because as we said, we've read his books, and his books are actually quite good and entertaining. But then you watch the movies, and you're like, what the fuck? Well, they are, but there's time that he, like we've covered. He spends like three, three whole chapters on how to change a tire. Like something so like, would you fucking move on already? Yeah, doesn't even matter that they're changing the tire. It's like yes. I'm like, would you stop fucking writing about this? Okay, he's here. We get it. It's bad. Why we keep move? You know, can you do something? Move the story on. <laughs> I understand. Do you get paid by the page with a word? Are you padding it? Maybe. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> See, he just he has never escaped writing college papers, where you're just pumping in this a is, bunch of fluff and bullshit just to make it there to make that word count and that page count you know how it is, is that, oh is that like where you you know you add words at the bottom but you color them white so that when you check the word count it shows <laughs> oh am i giving tips for college kids so the word count is bigger than the actual paper right and the professors are not they don't have enough time to go back and count thousands of words they're not gonna they count just, they, they just yeah. close they take it as yeah, yes yeah. i'm not giving my secrets am i <laughs> How to get through college, the college survival guide. Um, so I guess uh, next episode is letter R. Hopefully, I don't know if it'll be bad or not. Well, who knows? Oh my god, it can't be worse than this. Well, it could be, you never know. Yeah, um, is that it? You got anything else? I have nothing else for this. <laughs> All right, until next time, I'm Drew, I'm Frank, and enjoy the apocalypse. <laughs>